Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome to our first episode of Ike's Flame. And uh, thank you for joining us. It's April 5th, and we are going to get started. And I'm excited to start to share this journey with you guys about what we're doing here with Ike's Flame. Um, the content we're going to put out and um, if you guys are coming across this what our goal our main thing we're looking at doing is Star Wars content so we're going to do deep dives into different Star Wars content um, exploring different areas of the Star Wars universe so different we're going to look at different eras of Star Wars um, from Old Republic High Republic uh, Galactic Republic Empire um, to New Republic, First Order, those sorts of things. So anywhere in the game that we'll look at um, Legends stuff from time to time, so things that are outside of the Star Wars canon, and the, what you, yeah, the, the realized Star Wars canon um, that um, Disney is putting together currently. And so what that's what that'll we're gonna span the spectrum go all over the place and so uh, to start off to kind of explain what we're gonna start off doing here in the next uh, few months and this is probably the first year really will be mainly what we're doing is um, we're gonna do deep dives into different characters so uh, each week we'll be looking at probably one to three characters most of the time one or two um, and just uh, digging into their story seeing what they did learning uh, more about what they did and um, along with that, I also hope to, um, I know some of you guys listening are probably um, really deep into Star Wars, but if you're also not, to hopefully give you guys some suggestions to where to find uh, more about these characters, watch or read more and things of that nature. So as we uh, dive in today, um, and we're going to have a theme for each month, so for where we'll find these characters. So for April here, our theme is... Uh, the rise of the empire so characters that uh, we find in the rise of the empire that have a significant role and that sort of thing and the thing is was we're also going to look at um many different characters so it won't just be um and i kind of mentioned this before it won't just be like the main character so we're not just looking at we, we, we might have times where we look at the luke skywalkers but um we're going to be looking at um characters from all over the Star Wars universe. So, with that said, um, let's get rolling into what specifically we're going to talk about today. And today, I am excited to talk about, um, these are, uh, we have two characters today, and they, we're, they um, are going to span, their, their story really starts at the Rise of the Empire, um, and uh, goes into the Rebellion, and... Um, beyond so that's where we're going to be at today so our first character for today that we're going to dive into is Harris and Dula um, so a little bit about Harris and Dula just a little background kind of store like uh, just information for you guys Harris and Dula is a twilight female and she is um, her home world is Ryloth and uh, she was born 29 years before the Battle of Yavin. Um, and so, she, is, Hera, uh, is 
it becomes the main thing that we know Hera for, and you guys probably have heard of Hera and things of that nature, is um, leader of the Phoenix Squadron, leader, um, crucial, plays a crucial role in the Rebellion, and that sort of thing. So that is Hera, that's our first character we're going to talk about today and dive more into. And you guys may guess, but we're also going to look at her counterpart today. And her counterpart, um, yeah, I would say, uh, most people would say is Kanan Jarrus, which is who we're going to look at. So Kanan Jarrus as well, he is a Jedi, he has a very interesting story through Order 66 and uh, kind of how he gets in revol- involved in the Rebellion and he is a part of Phoenix Squadron which um, Hera is the leader of and they uh, they work together very closely and become very close um, not just in rebelling against the Empire but in their relationship um, with each other as well which we'll talk about more later and so that's the two characters we're looking at today. So a Jedi, a rebel leader, um, and that work together. And I'm assuming you guys are uh, potentially somewhat familiar with both of these. So to start off with, so uh, and Kanan, to give a little background on Kanan, Kanan is a human uh, male, and uh, he is from Coruscant. Um, I believe that is his actual home world. I do not know if that is just being said also because he's a Jedi. Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm pretty sure he's from Coruscant. Um, he definitely grew up on Coruscant because he was a Jedi pre-Order 66. Um, he's a Padawan, and so... Um, yeah, so just with that said, we are... Uh, so that's that's kind of Kanan's a little bit of background for him. So, um, so let's dive into... Um, let's start with Hera, go from there, and we'll we'll dive a little more into Hera, then we'll dive into Kanan, and we'll have a lot of overlaps as we go, and especially towards the end, we'll dive into how they are connected, um, what their relationship, um, how that plays out, and that sort of thing. So, uh, Kanan Jarrus, uh, or not Kanan, uh, Hera Syndulla, um, as we mentioned, she's from Ryloth, and she is a Twi'lek, and so... He becomes a leader in the rebellion and becomes leader of Phoenix Squadron. And um, but the first place we really see Hera is in um, uh, A New Dawn. Um, it's a book um, that kind of explores it explores the um, how Hera and Kanan meet. It explores a little bit of the aftermath of Order sixty six. What Kanan's doing and also what Hera is doing in that time frame and so that's really the first place we see Hera um, in detail and um, really get to know who she is as a character and her heart for to push back against their empire to fight for freedom and that sort of thing and so but with that we do see her one spot um, that I know of um, for sure prior to this and so Bad Batch season one came out uh, last summer and we get I think she's in two episodes of Bad Batch season one um, where the Bad Batch squad goes to Ryloth on a special mission right after Order 66 to help um, uh, I think they're helping deliver weapons if I remember right uh, to Ryloth um, to fight back against the empires. The empires uh, starting to invade 
um, Ryloth. And so we get to see, uh, at this point, we see Hera. She makes friends. She be, kind of becomes friends with Omega and Bad Batch. And from that point on, we have this, uh, have they have a little bit of a relationship. And this is the only spot where we really see Hera as a child or a kid. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure how, I guess Hera's like maybe 12 or something. I'm not 100% sure. Around that age, roughly. And, uh, the Bad Batch season one, and so this is where we really see her. She see her as a kid. We see her on Ryloth with her family, with her dad. Um, and give a little back. Her dad um, was uh, they. I think they call him Ryloth Freedom Fighters, a freedom fighter. Um, and her dad helped lead that in the Clone Wars when the Separatists were trying to take over um, Ryloth. Um, and uh, the some of that take place in um, the in the Clone Wars and what that looks like. I do not believe we actually ever see Hera specifically in the Clone Wars, but we see her father um, in that role. And so that's the first place we see Hera. We see Hera then in A New Dawn and um, moving forward to really start what um, becomes Hera's uh, passion for freedom, passion to fight, to um, against their empire to become uh, a rebel in a sense and, um, and so initially uh, as a new dawn happens and um, there's a whole mining accident on, in a new dawn and that's kind of how Cain and, and Hera meet and um, by the end of the book Hera has pretty much convinced Cain to say hey um, come join me let's go fight against the empire um, and moves on from there and so uh but in the midst of this we kind of start so we start to see after a new dawn um next place we see Hera specifically and kind of in depth is in uh rebels star wars rebels tv show animated tv show and she becomes a phoenix the leader squad leader of the phoenix squadron get my words mixed up here but um yeah the leader of the phoenix squadron which consists of kanan and consists of Sabine Wren, um, Zeb, um, Aurelis, um, and I, I didn't say Zeb names, right? Uh, yeah, Gary Zeb Aurelis, or also known as Zeb, um, and uh, S- S- Hera's droid, Chopper, um, and then at the very at the very beginning of Rebels, we see them pick up Ezra and start this relationship with Ezra Bridger, um, who. Uh, we'll get into a little bit later and so Hera leads the squad that first they're kind of fighting on their own they're specifically fighting um, against and fighting back uh, on the planet of Lothal uh, which the importance of that planet is that is um, Ezra Ezra Bridger's home world and so they fight back on Lothal for the most part they do some other missions and things like that but they're really kind of on their own to start with and then as they continue to do this, they gain some notice, um, and specifically who they gain notice from is uh, Bail Organa, Senator Bail Organa, and at that point they uh, start to get involved in the wide-scale rebellion and uh, helping out and doing uh, what they can there and becoming a little bit more organized in the rebellion, and eventually they become... 
um, part of the larger rebellion, and they specifically are known as the Phoenix Squadron. And so, um, and Hera is the leader of Phoenix Squadron, and so they end up working with Mon Mothma and all the others. And at different points in Rebels, we see them at the Rebel base on Yavin Four um, and some of the other Rebel bases that they had established as well. And so that's what we know, and that's kind of how we. Uh, the basic storyline of Hera um, and through all this we see Hera is very compassionate very um, bold as well um, to stand up to the Empire um, willing to take chances willing to risk her life and all of those sorts of things and so we get to really see Hera um, lead this group how this group specifically the Phoenix Squadron forms and that how they continue to uh, rebel and how Hera's relationship with all the Phoenix Squadron um, between Kanan, Sabine, Zeb, and Ezra and Chopper, how the, all their relationships form and things like that. And so that's really where we last see Hera is at the end of episode, the last episode of um, Star Wars Rebels. And the next place we may potentially see her, and we don't know for sure, is in. Uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, Rise of Skywalker, um, if you guys remember, towards the end of Rise of Skywalker, Han, or uh, not Han, um, Lando and Chewie, they go to uh, all the other places um, in the galaxy to recruit um, just help from normal people and to help fight uh, the Final Order on Exegol. And when they show up, we do get a glimpse of Hera's famous ship, um, the Ghost. And so... Um, we don't, I mean, at this point, we don't, I mean, for all we know, Hera's still alive, Hera's still, um, probably more than against the Empire or the Final Order and that sort of nature, so, uh, at this point, sh there's definitely a high chance that was actually Hera piloting the, uh, Ghost, and so there's, so we don't know for sure, and we don't know if there's anyone else from the Phoenix Squad with her, we just see the Ghost, uh, the Phoenix Squad ship, Harris ship, that um, is really well known from the uh, Star Wars Rebels show, and so, so that's kind of where where we start. We still seeing here in Bad Batch, new a new uh, dawn, and then um, on from there we see her in Star Wars Rebels, um, and so, so that's really the midst of most of her story so far takes place, and so. As we go, um, we're going to flip over to Kanan here. And Kanan has um, a very similar time track. And I'm guessing this is very intentional how where we see Kanan and how they did this. Um, like I mentioned, Kanan's in a new dawn. And we see him uh, there and see how Kanan and Hera's relationship grows. Um, and they become friends and um, go from there. And so... Um, and as he joins the larger rebellion, uh, as was a part of the Phoenix Squadron and that sort of thing, and um, so the other place we see Kanan, like Hera, we see Kanan in Bad Batch season one, um, and I, I think it's the first episode, but I'm not sure. Maybe it's the second episode. I think it's the first episode we see Kanan, and at this point, Kanan is a Padawan. Kanan is uh, a yeah, Kanan's a Padawan, Kanan is um, a Jedi, he's learning, and at this time, Kanan's actual name, Kanan's name is Caleb Doom, 
um, and uh, he he is at that time he's paddling Caleb Doom. His master is Deepa Bilba Bilaba Deepa Bilaba. Um, I struggle saying that word. Um, and uh, I was actually reading. What was I reading? Oh, um, I think it's is it Queen Shadow. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Queen Shadow um, about Padme Amidala. Uh, Depo Bilaba is um, one of the Jedi's that we actually one of the only Jedi's we really see mentioned in that book. But side note, um, I was just I was reading yesterday and I was like, I think that's Kanan Vaster, and um, it is um, as I was looking today. And so, but um, so Kanan or Caleb at the time, he in Bad Batch season one, we see. Kanan watch his master um, sacrifice herself. So we watch Master Depo Bilaba um, sacrifice herself and is killed by the clone to save Caleb Doom at the time. Caleb takes off running. He runs away. Um, and then actually uh, Bad Batch, um, the Bad Batch crew tracks him down, chases him. So Hunter and uh, I think mainly it's Hunter and um, oh, what, oh, I'm drawing a point. Cross Eye. Hunter and Cross Eye are chasing him. Cross Eye at this time wants to kill him still um, because he's a Jedi. Um, but Hunter lets him go and uh, Caleb Doom gets away. And so the next place we see Caleb Doom, um, and at that point, uh, Caleb uh, Doom, Kanan Jarrus, is probably, I'd say, a teenager. Um, and he goes and. Um, goes to a mining world which then is where we see Caleb in a new dawn where he eventually meets Hera and at this point Caleb has a or Caleb doing Kanan Jarrus so we'll call him Kanan from now on Kanan has a very interesting storyline because so he survived order 66 he has this really bad taste in his mouth of empire but he also knows that it's really dangerous to be a Jedi even a Padawan um, at this time and so uh, he has no master, he has no guidance, he's kind of making it on his own. Um, most of the rest of the Jedi have uh, been killed by Order 66 at this point. And so, uh, Kanan actually um, kind of hides that he's a Jedi. He um, gets rid of his lightsaber, um, at least it's not a very... Um, he, he, he gets rid of his lightsaber in the sense of... Um, I can't remember exactly. Um, here it says he, yeah, he forsook the Jedi ways, um, and then he swapped his lightsaber in for a blaster. So yes, he did get rid of his lightsaber, and then even in once we see him in Star Wars Rebel, when he reveals to the Empire that he is a Jedi, um, we see that he has his, um, he has his lightsaber in two different parts and has to put them together before you can use them. He carries both parts on his belt, but he um, has to put them together before using them. So he really is hiding his identity, and that's what he is doing in most of A New Dawn. We, he uses some force abilities, starts to resever that towards the end of A New Dawn, and as he does this, he he's really working through his like, what do I do? So I, I've been betrayed by the clones who I fought with in the Clone Wars, the Empire is taking over, which 
seems evil, but I just want to survive, and I'm a Jedi, and they don't like me. So he has a lot of mixed emotions. And uh, as we get into the end of A New Dawn and also into Rebels, we see that um, Kanan agrees to go with Hera and to really start this Phoenix Squadron in uh, a Rebel cell and to fight against the Empire. But there's many times he's reluctant. Um, and he is not sure about it. He has a hesitation. He's um, there's a little bit of I think fear in there. I think there's a little bit of like we just need to survive. Um, and that I mean, I mean, and you gotta think. I mean, he was probably. I mean, he was close to being killed um, at, during Order sixty six. And so we have this whole. Kanan struggling with this, and he really works through this. And we see this arc all the way through Rebels, and. Um, this clearly comes to a finality when Caleb is, or Caleb, I'm calling him Kanan, I'll say Kanan, I'll do my best here. Um, Kanan gets to the end of his story. And so, um, but before we get there, uh, and we, I mentioned we come back to Ezra Bridger. And so, um, Kanan, part of Kanan's journey and Kanan's growth as well is he becomes a master. So, Ezra Bridger, who they find on Lothal and who they fight a lot uh, against the Empire, is they, they find Ezra at the very beginning of, uh, Star Wars Rebels. And Ezra is a force sensitive boy. And, Hanan, Hanan, Kanan and Hera, combine them, uh, <laughs> Kanan and Hera have a much discussion about and kind of conflict of whether or not Kanan should try to train Ezra. And so uh, Kanan, they, Kanan's reluctant, but he does end up trying to train Ezra. He struggles with training Ezra. There's a lot of going back and forth. Ezra gets frustrated at different times, and we see this throughout uh, Rebels. And so... With that said, Kanan, this kind of as Kanan grows into this, he grows into this master position, and you gotta think as well. Like Kanan wasn't a Jedi Knight when Order sixty six happened. He still has a lot to learn himself. So for him, it may seem like a jump to train someone, to train a Padawan, and so it's hard. And I mean, you also gotta think he put away that he kind of. Um, put away the force um, cut himself off to it for a while um, as he was trying to hide and as he changed his name to become Kanan Jarrus to get away from the Empire and so he has all these things that kind of going on as he's trying to train Ezra that make it hard um, not it's not just that Ezra is um, not at the temple on Coruscant and they're in the middle of a rebellion but Kanan has all these other uh, past as a Jedi um, and that he is dealing with in the middle of all this as well and so uh, we see this in a few different ways um, with him training Kate with him training Ezra um, and it eventually comes out well and Ezra becomes a great a good Jedi um, and from there on um, we also see Kanan, and as I mentioned, he's kind of reluctant with this whole rebellion thing. He does it, but he is reluctant. And so, with that said, he... He moves to... Especially when the Phoenix Squadron starts to join the larger rebellion, Kanan is resistant to that. Um, he's like, why can't we just do our own thing, call our own shots, um, and those sort of thing. And so, he has some story arc in there, kind of developing, like, is this rebellion worth it? Do I um, dive into this? And um, he finally does, but it takes him a little while, and he's reluctant at first. And uh, in another area, I want to pull 
um, pull, two other things I want to pull out Kanan here before we jump into what Kanan and Hera look like together um, and their relationship a little more and that sort of thing is one there's two points within Star Wars Rebels I think that are big that um, show a defining factor change how Kanan thinks a little bit and the first is um, and I'm not sure what season this is but um, they uh, they meet up with they get a guy uh, um I think they get a lead from uh, Fulcrum, which at the time is um, Ahsoka Tano um, helping out with the Rebellion, and they go and find a couple clones. They find um, some of the 501st clones um, on kind of a remote world, and uh, he is very reluctant to work with them. And so as this plays out, which is understandable, um, and as it plays out, uh, they they want to work with him. They this they with being in the five or first. They had Anakin as their leader. They worked with Ahsoka Tano. They tell him, they tell him that Ahsoka Tano sent them. They're like, yes, with any friend of Ahsoka Tano's is a friend of ours and that sort of thing. And so, uh, Kanan starts to realize that there's good um, that not everyone is out to get him there's people that want to fight for the betterment of uh, the galaxy and, and fight against the Empire and I think this is um, a little bit as well just get him getting over the fact that the clones turned on him as well as a Padawan and killed his master and so the other thing um, that uh, I think the other thing I want to point out uh, the Inquisitors uh, Jedi Lord Vader's Inquisitors uh, who are force sensitive uh, dark side force sensitive um, beings that they're not Sith technically I don't think but they are they are sent out by Lord Vader to hunt down the Jedi any remaining Jedi after Order 66 and to destroy them and so um, the King Jairus is I believe he's in a temple I don't know where he's at exactly but um, what planet he's on but in this temple, Kanan Jarrus, uh, he gets in a fight with the Grand Inquisitor, um, and he finds out that the Grand Inquisitor was actually a Jedi um, in, before Order 66 and became an Inquisitor for Lord Vader, and um, at this time, Kanan has a vision um, and is technically knighted to become a Jedi Knight by the Grand Inquisitor um, in this vision and uh, I think that starts to really reaffirm that Kanan is the Jedi, is the person he's supposed to be um, and he's doing what he is meant to do and so and this is fully played out in the end um, when uh, the last episode we see Kanan um, in Star Wars uh, Rebels, it's called Jedi Knight, and this is when Kanan sacrifices himself on Lothal to save the rest of Fiedent's squadron. And so Kanan ultimately gives the ultimate sacrifice. He um, uses, uses his Force abilities, uses him the abilities he has as a Jedi to save the others. And so... Kanan ultimately gives himself fully to the cause of this, and um, and it's honored because Hera and Ezra and the rest of Phoenix Squadron they fight and they end up winning the freedom of Thal, um, and that sort of thing. And so, um, but so that's Kanan's kind of end of the story and that sort of thing. And so, uh, as we look at Kanan and Hera's relationship together, who they are together, who they are. 
um, their relationship, as I mentioned, it starts in a new dawn. We see it throughout. Um, and Kanan and Hera, um, they end up having a romantic relationship, and um, they we see this a little bit throughout uh, Star Wars Rebels. It's also hidden um, kind of on the side just because they're in the middle of a fight with the Empire and that sort of thing. And so with that said, like, they... We see this play out um, in Kanan, and I think that is part of the reason Kanan decides to join Hera um, to become part of the Phoenix Quadrant is because, um, not just because he wants to fight back against the Empire, but because he wants to uh, also just continue his relationship and friendship with Hera at the time, which ends up becoming a romantic um romantic relationship as well but um, with that said so as how like them together and they lead Phoenix Quadrant they rebel they help lead the rebellion specifically on Lothal and other places um, and they fight back against the Empire and um, we see in the final episode of Star Wars Rebels that they end up having a child together and so um, Jason Sindula is his name, um, and the, I'll go back to what we talked about earlier in The Rise of Skywalker, um, now who was on the, uh, the ghost at the time, that could have been Jason Sindula, it could have been Jason and Hera, uh, hard to know, um, but that's kind of uh, what we know. Um, it's never explicitly said that Kanan's a father, but you kind of assume it um, at that point, but um, yeah, so the other thing, as I mentioned with Kanan, um, where the only place that we see Kanan after Star Wars Rebels, from my knowledge, is in The Rise of Skywalker. So uh, if you guys remember the scene where Rey is taking on uh, um, uh, Eternal, Sith Eternal, Palpatine, Emperor Palpatine, um, uh, and is taking him on and she is knocked to the ground and we have this moment where she's like looking up into space into the and we see get taken up into like the stars and we start to hear these voices um kanan i don't know specifically what kanan's quote is but he is one of the voices that speak to ray in that moment and so that is the other area one one other area that we see kanan and what that looks like and so um and where where he is in that and so so yeah this is kind of the story of kanan and hera and where they're at how their stories connect how what they do together them leading phoenix squadron them becoming a part of the rebellion in that sense and everything that they do there and so one uh a couple other things is um, just for fun, is that Kanan and Ezra, they also have encounters with Maul. Um, they have encounters with Lord Vader and uh, that sort of thing as well. And so um, and another big growing point for Kanan um, that I should mention as well is that um, in his fight with, uh, I think, Maul, or one of the Inquisitors, he is blinded. Um, he is hit across his eyes with a lightsaber. He becomes blind. Um, and from then on out, for the rest of his life, he functions off the Force and being able to see through the Force and not through with his own eyes. So that is another kind of a big growth moment we see for Kanan as he is on this journey. Um, one thing I will say about like, Kanan and Ezra, they are they're not great Jedi. 
but they are good Jedi. They're not like the most powerful Jedi, the most wise Jedi, but they have great hearts. They really go after it. They really they really put themselves into the rebellion and doing what is good um, and that sort of thing. And so we see them, and also the main antagonist, or the pr- yeah, antagonist, that Hera and Kanan and the Phoenix Squadron fight on Lothal is we see Grand Admiral Thrawn, and, uh, which Thrawn has an awesome story, has so much in depth there. But um, that is their main antagonist on Lothal as they are... Um, fighting against the Empire um, and who they mainly deal with and so yeah so I'm going to mention that and then the last segment here before we um, kind of close out for the day is, that I want to mention is um, and kind of this is more speculation and I want to speculate where could we see Kanan and Hera again um, so there's a lot of uh, new shows coming out new new uh yeah, new shows specifically on Disney Plus coming out um, and things of that nature. And so, where can we see Kanan and Hera again? So, first off, with Hera, um, I think there's a couple places we could potentially see Hera. Uh, one is um, we have the, and we may, some of these we may see both Kanan and Hera, and this is one where I think we could see both, is we have Andor coming up with Cassian Andor and his time in the Rebellion prior to um, that, and the reason I think of that, and this is another illusion, where Star Wars at another time alludes to um, Hera is um, in Rogue One, in the movie Rogue One, we when they are on the Rebel base um, we don't see Hera, but we hear over the like intercom system on the Rebel base that they're calling for um, General Sindula, referring to Hera Sindula. And so we have that reference to Hera, and so I think there's a chance we could potentially see them in Andor with Cassian. I don't know for sure. There's, that is just an area I think we could potentially see them, specifically dealing with the Rebellion. Um, another area I think we could see potentially, uh, and this may be more Kanan and then Hera, but is potentially in Kenobi, the Kenobi series as well, and I don't know, uh, so during Rebels, they have, like I said, they have some interactions with Darth Vader, with, um, specifically Kanan and Ezra have interactions with Darth Vader, the Inquisitors, um, and also, um, uh, yeah, Darth Vader, Inquisitors, Amal, um, and that sort of thing. And they also have um, interactions with Obi-Wan Kenobi. And so, and I'm assuming we may see Maul. I know there's definitely um, the thought, I don't know if we'll see Maul and Kenobi or not, but there's definitely a thought that we will see um, Vader, Lord Vader, um, Hayden Christensen has come back to play Lord Vader in um, the Kenobi series, and so I think that's definitely a possibility to see, maybe see Kanan, I see more Kanan and Kenobi, um, but that's a possibility. And the other spot that I'm really excited for, I can't wait to see what they do, um, is the Ahsoka show, um, so Ahsoka Tano, um, who plays Fulcrum in Star Wars Rebels, and has a big role there, and is very connected with Phoenix Squadron, um, so... At the end of Star Wars Rebels, um, Ezra and Thrawn are 
taken away and they have to be go fat the Sabine um, it's believed that Sabine and um, Ahsoka Tana are going to look for them um, and we see in season two of the Mandalorian that uh, when we first find Ahsoka Tano and the Mandalorian meets Ahsoka Tano, that she is looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, probably also at the same time looking for Ezra um, and that sort of thing. So I think there's a good chance we could see, um, I'm guessing at that point, more see Kanan in that show because that would take, or not Kanan, see Hera in that show because at that point Kanan would have already died. Um, and so. But I really think there's a chance we could see Harris, see the Ghost, maybe see more Phoenix Squadron, which would be a lot of fun. Um, I would definitely think we'd see Sabine and Ezra, um, but I think there's a chance to see Hera in that as well, and maybe even Jason Sindula, which would be a lot of fun as well. Kind of see, um, we just get a very short glimpse of him as a young boy in at, in the last episode of Star Wars Rebels, so it kind of be fun to see where he's at now. Um, what him and his mom are doing so um, but so yeah I think that's just some speculation where we could see uh, potentially these two characters in the future and upcoming shows and Star Wars content and that sort of thing so I'm excited about that I think it'll be a lot of fun um, to see if any they do pop up anywhere um, and even if there's just any cameos or flashbacks or things like that because I think that could be a possibility as well but um, with that said, so today we covered Kane and Jairus, Harris and Dula, um, talked a lot about the Phoenix Squadron, how they, um, how they led Phoenix Squadron in rebelling against the Empire, against Lothal, um, and they have super great story arc. I would encourage you guys to watch Rebels if you haven't. Um, I would encourage you to read A New Dawn if you haven't, haven't either, um, and kind of get a fuller picture of their story and fill in the gaps for, um, more than what I have time for. And so, with that said, um, there are two great story arcs, two great um, um, Star Wars characters that come together to fight against the Empire, which is a lot of fun. And so, um, as check that out more. Um, and as we close today, we you guys can find me, I exclaim, um, on... Actually, before we get to that, I'm going to give you a hint for next week or a teaser. Next week, we are going to be talking about another rebel who has a significant impact in um, the destruction of the first Death Star. So um, come back for that next week, um, and I am excited to talk about that. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, and um, So there's a hint for what we're talking about next week, um, but we'll get there. So, But as we close today, um, you guys can find me on Instagram. I, I Flame as well as on YouTube at Ike's Flame as well. And uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, this is Ike here, and I'm super excited to start this adventure with you guys um, through the Star Wars universe. And so, at Ike's Flame, as we always say, um, light the fire. Have a great week, guys. Mm -hmm.